Magandang umaga po mga kapatid sa Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship at sa lahat po na ating mga kaibigan at mga kapatiran sa iba't ibang bahagi ng daigdig. Salamat po sa inyong pagsama minsan pa sa ating pong gawain online. And we are very thankful to the Lord that this month of May we were able to cover very important lessons in discipleship. Ang ating pong theme, The Call to Discipleship. No, mga kapatid, discipleship is truly a very uh, important call of Jesus Christ. The ultimate call of Jesus Christ. Kaya po napakahalaga na tayo po ay magkaroon ng concluding session on how we will respond to the call of Jesus Christ to discipleship. So today, ang ating pong lesson ay pinamagatan po natin, Paying the Price. Are you willing to pay the price? Please join me in a word of prayer as we begin our studies. Father in heaven, we are very grateful to you for helping us learn and understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to be a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to be. And we pray, Father, that you help us to count the cost and be willing to give it all to Jesus Christ, who gave everything for us when he sacrificed himself on the cross. Thank you, Lord, for all of our brothers and sisters and friends who are joining us today. And may you be glorified in our midst as we decide to pay the ultimate price. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Dito po sa Luke chapter 14, beginning with verse 28 from the New Living Translation, ito po ang ating mababasa. But don't begin until you count the costs. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there is enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation because before running out of money and everyone would laugh at you, they would say, there's the person who started the building and couldn't afford to finish it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down with his counselors to discuss whether his army of 10,000 could defeat the 20,000 soldiers marching against him? If he can't, he will send a delegation to discuss terms of peace while the enemy is still far away. So, you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Those are very clear words of Jesus Christ. So, you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. Ladies and gentlemen, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, is to surrender everything to Him, to give up control and, and let Jesus take control. Let Jesus take possession. Like, let Jesus be the King and the Lord and the Master of everything we are and everything we have. 
That's what it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And I cannot make it easier for anyone because that would mean that I am not preaching the whole gospel of Jesus Christ. That would mean that I am not telling you what Jesus demands for everyone who would wish to follow him. If you're only joining a religion, well, lowering the standard so that more and more people could come and join and become a member might be the best thing to do. But Jesus is not lowering his standard for anybody. It's the same thing for all of us. From the first disciple to the last disciple before the end of age, it will be the same standard, the same call. You have to pay the price. You have to count the cost. And that's why here he said, don't, don't begin. Hey, don't rush. I'm not, I'm not rushing you. I'm not appealing to your emotion. I'm not trying to make you uh, just overlook this and overlook that and just go ahead and follow me. Never mind. No. Jesus said, sit down. Think about it. It's, it's a rational thing. Don't, don't be blinded by the excitement. and Don't be blinded by the emotion. Just sit down. Think about it. And then he, he talked about this man who's building a, a tower. Uh, sit down. Do you have the money to complete it? If you don't, 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 don't start. Because people will make fun of you and laugh at you if only you were able to uh, put the, uh, the foundation and then you ran out of money. That's a serious thing. So sit down and think about it. The same thing with the king who has only 10,000 armies and who's going to war against another king with 20,000 armies. Now, let me tell you, sit down. Before, before you get engaged in this war, sit down. Think about it. And if you're not able, if you can't afford it, send an emissary of peace and, 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 and find out how to avoid war. Verse 33, so you cannot be my disciple without giving up everything you own. Now, if we look at these lessons here, uh, follow me as we analyze this. Number one, Jesus teaches that whoever desires to follow him and be his disciple should first decide whether he or she is prepared to count the cost. Am I prepared? Are you prepared? The cost of real discipleship is to give up all relationship and possession, to give up control of all our relationships, to give up control of our possessions. That is all that we have, material things, our family, our own lives, our desires, our plans, even our interests. Now, this does not mean that we must reject all we have. Jesus is not saying reject. All Jesus is saying is that we must be willing to place all of this at Christ's service under his guidance. 
Is Jesus Christ more important to you than anything you have or anything you are? Not, not, not your reputation, not your image, not your influence, not your name, not your fame, not your fortune. Is Jesus Christ more important to you than any of those? Is Jesus Christ more important to you than your wife or children, your family, your mother, your father, your job, your business? Is Jesus Christ more important to you? That's the question. If your answer is yes, yes, Lord, you are more important to me than anything in this life. Then you put all of those under the lordship of Jesus Christ. You put all of those under his control that now you set yourself free to do and be everything that Christ would like you to be. He is now your number one priority. That is what discipleship means. Are you willing to do that? Are you ready to do that? Are you prepared to do that? Let me tell you, if you decide to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, you will never be a loser because you will gain so much more because you are only thinking about the temporal things you see everything in this world is temporal my relationship with my parents is temporal in fact my dad is already gone my relationship with my wife and my children is temporal when my life is over it's it's finished it's gone everything i have everything i own I will have to live behind when I'm gone. Oh, but with Jesus, it's going to be forever. So I live for Jesus here on earth while I'm here, using what I have, using what, whatever I am able to use, whatever, whoever I am, whatever I am, whatever I have for his purpose. So it's no longer my purpose that matters, but his purpose because I am his disciple. It's no longer my plan and my, my intention or my interest is His. It's His. That's why I would like to uh, read to you a passage of someone who did exactly that. And you say, is there anybody who were able to do that? Oh, yes. If you look at Philippians chapter 3, beginning with verse, verse 7, this is the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul talking. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. I once thought these things were valuable. He was talking about his old life. His old life, he was a Pharisee. He was, he was famous. He was influential. He was respected, looked up to by so many of his people, his peers, his colleagues. He has everything in abundance. He is in power, in authority as a Pharisee. Once, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless. Worthless. Why? Because of what Christ has done. Jesus Christ has saved me, forgiven me, transformed me, changed me, gave me meaning and purpose and direction, joy and happiness, peace, love, everything that, is, that money can never buy 
I consider them all worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, verse 8, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. So you make the comparison. Living a life uh, on your own and living a life that is totally fully surrendered to Jesus Christ. Pursuing your own desire and agenda and plan and ambition or pursuing the wonderful plan and purpose of God in your life. So which is it going to be? Now sit down and think about it and make your decision. This is not an emotional appeal. Sit down and think about it. That's what Jesus is saying. And so ladies and gentlemen, today, sit down, think about it. And once you have decided, oh yes, I would rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I would rather have Jesus than treasures untold. I would rather have Jesus than everything this life has to offer me. That's a beautiful hymn. And so ladies and gentlemen, it's a choice. I don't know about other people. They may just continue their mad race towards success. Of grabbing this and grabbing that and pursuing this and pursuing that. But the end of it is death. Oh, but when you follow Jesus, the end of it is life, life, life eternal. And so saying this again, I once, verse 7, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value, the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else. Discarded. I don't want to be famous before the world. I don't want to be influential before the world. I don't want worldliness. I want Jesus Christ. I want his honor and glory and praise. I want him to be happy with me and pleased with me. I want him to be honored in my life. He's number one in my heart. So the Apostle Paul said, For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as what? Garbage. You don't want to collect garbage, do you? No, you want to discard garbage. And for the Apostle Paul, all, this, all of this fame and accolade and this, all of this, you know, words of praise from men, garbage. Counting it all as garbage so I could gain Christ. When President Jimmy Carter was elected President of the United States. He did not think that becoming the President of the United States is the highest thing, glorious thing, most wonderful thing that happened in his life. No. In fact, he took that as secondary to his number one mission in life. And that is witnessing for Christ, living for Christ disciple of Jesus Christ. So while he was president of the United States of America, he was still teaching Sunday school in his church. 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He was not, he was not uh, deceived by all of this glamour and all of this influence and power. He never lost sight of, of who he was before he became president and he who will always be. And that is, he is always a disciple of Jesus Christ. Presidency will come and it will end. But as disciple of Jesus Christ, you will be in all the way to the end of your life, all the way to forever and ever and ever. And I love that. I like that. I like that. I can be famous and still be a disciple of Jesus Christ if I put Jesus Christ first. I can be successful, very, very successful, and still be a disciple of Jesus Christ because you don't love money. The love of money is the root of all evil. You don't love possession. You don't lo love fame and fortune. You love God above all. It doesn't mean you have to be poor and beggar and outcast in some middle of the desert to be a disciple. No, you can be in the top of your company. You can be the most, the most uh, famous athlete. How many NBA athletes are famous and still they witness for Jesus Christ? How many movie stars are famous and still a great witness for Jesus Christ? How many politicians all over the world are famous and powerful and still be witnesses for Jesus Christ? That's what I mean. You don't have to turn your back uh, on all of these things. Just surrender them to Jesus Christ and let Jesus Christ use you and use them for his purpose, his honor, and his glory. And that, my brother, that, my sister, is what it means to be a disciple. And it's exciting. It's exciting. I'm doing my best. I'm working so hard. Not so that I will become famous someday. Not so that I will become super rich someday. But so that my life can serve the purpose and the the and the, and the value and the call and the intention and the plan of Jesus Christ my Lord. I am a disciple. And that's what I will always be until the end of life until all eternity and that's exciting oh that is very very exciting indeed and so i i invite you to sit down think about it make that choice you will never be a loser you have heaven to gain you have everything wonderful to gain it's a trade-off you trade off your own selfish life to a wonderful beautiful purposeful life that God has in store for you. Discipleship is not, not gloomy. Discipleship is not like burdensome. No, it's exciting. It's full of joy because God has so many exciting things in store for us, ahead of us. A beautiful thing to be a disciple of Jesus Christ and be the mayor of Marikina. It's a beautiful thing to be a disciple of Jesus Christ and, and, and be the president of the Philippines or a disciple of Jesus Christ and be a top lawyer or a top doctor. That's exciting. To be a disciple doesn't mean you become a beggar. 
it means you become the best of what God called you to be, but not for you, not for your own pride and, and, and glory, but for your master, for your Lord, Jesus Christ, because we are His disciples. Let us pray. Oh, Father, it's our honor, greatest honor, to be your believer, to be your follower. We're thankful to you for blessing our lives, giving us so much more than we expect and that we need. God, there's so much we can do to change this world and make it a better place. If only we will decide and commit ourselves to surrender it all to you and let you use us and everything we've got for your purpose, your honor, and your glory, your plan. We will be so honored to be used of you till the day we die. We will be so honored to be used of you, Lord God, for your purpose. Oh, we are proud to be your follower, your disciple. We're thankful to be, we're thankful to be one of your servants. God, everything else is lost because you are all that we wanted to gain. So continue to bless each one and use each one of us. Draw each one of us closer to you. Even as we make that decision, even as we make those steps to becoming everything you want us to become. Oh, we give you honor, glory, and praise for the great things you have done and still doing and will always do until the day we see you face to face. Bless all my brothers and my sisters and my friends now and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, next week, we will start a new series of lessons. And those lessons will help us become more and more of Christ's disciple. We will build up that lifestyle of discipleship, that character of discipleship, those virtues of discipleship that will surely win the world to Jesus Christ because those are beautiful things. And that's what a disciple is. So beautiful that you attract people, not to yourself, but to Jesus Christ alone. So until then, the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. God bless you all.